everybody. Welcome to R&R Life Podcast, where we talk about Jesus and love and life, the pursuit of happiness, whatever's on our hearts. And this week's episode is going to be episode 13. It's called Rambunctious and Ready. So let's go. I've always lived by what Jesus says in the book of Matthew. And the most important commandment is to love God and love people. What do you think would happen if we just kept it simple? What if we stopped cutting off our own toes to spite our feet? People have often asked me why I say I love you so much. I, you can't overthink it because I do. I really do. It literally doesn't matter to me what you have done. I do love you as Christ loves you, regardless of your past or the stains on your soul. I may not like you, but I love you. And I will pray for you from a distance. If you're not the kind of person that God intended for you to be yet, that's okay. We are all on this journey together. A journey of grace and redemption. But you absolutely have to stop overthinking how easy it is to just love people. Jesus sat with prostitutes. He drew a line in the sand and dared the crowd to throw the first stone at the woman who was an adulteress. Seriously. How dare we judge the people around us? What do we know about their lives or their circumstances? I am so thankful every single day that there were people out there that showed the love of Jesus to me and my husband when we lived on the streets and let a drug violate us. It was because of his love that we were able to overcome. No way would we have been able to make it through that time in our lives had it not been for Jesus intervening. People have often asked me how I overcame addiction. My only answer is God. There isn't another way. I didn't go to rehab. I didn't start another bad habit to replace the one I already had. I was able to overcome only in the strength and power of the Holy Spirit. How I wish I could tell you that Jesus will show up every single time you call on his name and believe that he will be there. I wish that I could tell you what it's like to be enveloped in the arms of love deeper than the depths of the deepest ocean. I know you've probably experienced times in your life when you didn't know how you would overcome a certain problem or a situation. And suddenly, with no warning or reason, the answer appears almost like magic. It may not happen every single time. Heck, it might not even happen most of the time. I firmly believe that we we get what we put in. If we love people to the utmost of our abilities, then God will send people into our lives when we need them most. When we give our money to help others, money will appear in our lives when we need it most. When we do things from a place of pure love for another human being, not for the reward we will receive, but for the reward of helping another person stand up, we will be richly rewarded. God sees the intentions of our hearts and minds when we go about our days. So what does it mean to love as Christ loves? His love is given without expectation, without being attractive or worthy. None of that matters. We should be looking at our neighbor as being more important than ourselves. And in case you're wondering, I'm referring to your neighbor as any human being you might come into contact with throughout the day. We must have a pure heart intention and intention when loving others. When we reach out a hand to help someone, we must know that it doesn't matter if they can ever repay a single morsel of what we do for them. It only matters that we do as Jesus would have done. He literally took pity on a legion of demons. We already talked about this. Remember, cast them into a herd of pigs. Seriously, could you do that? 
The answer to that question is a complicated one, but yes, you could. In his strength, we can do anything. Most of us walk around through our day-to-day lives not even realizing the miracles that could be at our very fingertips if we had only fallen to the step of the Father. Literally, we could change the world if we would just take on the whole armor of God and will ourselves to follow in his light and his example. I've already touched on this subject, but wanted to seriously break it down. As a body of Christ, we should be welcoming the ones society rejects. We should be marching down the walls of Jericho. We should be casting out demons and healing the world. Yet we sit on our hands and keep ourselves distant from the world that scares us. We need to be the church in the world around us. We may, not, we may be the only way that another human sees who Jesus really is. I don't want to feed you some sugar-coated lump of coal. I want to feed you eternal life and salvation. I want to help lend a hand and help guide every single person I encounter to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Even in my own faults, I pray that people see Jesus in me. That is the only thing I want to leave as a legacy. When I pass from this earth, the one thing I want them to say is that I knew Jesus. I want them to have no doubts that I walked with Jesus daily. I fall short every single day of his glory, but I will never stop chasing him because he chased me down into the trenches of hell and pulled me out. How's that for love? What is it that keeps us from loving another human? Is it the way they look? The way they act, perhaps? Maybe the way they smell? That they make less money than you, that they make more money than you. Maybe they're a different color than you. Or perhaps someone just simply told you not to like them. Or maybe you don't love them because they hurt you. The kind of hurt that leaves stains on the fibers of your heart. The only way to love them after that is through forgiveness. And the forgiveness isn't for them, it's for yourself. So that you can move on. God does not expect you to have a relationship with someone who hurt you. After all, you are his child, and as much as anyone else and God doesn't look kindly upon people that intentionally hurt his children. No matter what you have done, just know that you didn't deserve the thing that happened to you to happen to you. You deserve unconditional love. Anything less than that wasn't breathed by God. Many of us have been hurt by someone that said they walked with God, and really, they just put on a show. Or they fell through the cracks of religion. Religion isn't Jesus. People put their spin on who God is or isn't to fit their narrative. Instead of encouraging people to open their Bibles and get the first-hand knowledge. If you want to know who Jesus is, you've got to open up and believe that he exists, number one. Even a mustard seed of faith can sprout an entire garden. When we open our minds to this type of love and let it become rooted in our souls, we become healed. We are restored. We are made new. As we begin to move towards the gentle tugging in our spirits, we form a new kind of love. A love that transcends human emotions, thoughts, or actions. It's a love that can only be from God. You know that saying, only a mother can love something like that? Well, regardless of who you are, he loves you. And he loves you big. Sometimes when life gets the best of us, we tend to blame God instead of blaming the circumstances around us. When we learn to let our guards down and let him inside, the love that flows is better than any drug you have ever experienced. 
when I was at the end of myself, literally being life to swoop me away into the arms of the father. It was Jesus who loved me so much that he took the time to nudge a friend of mine who called me, not knowing that in that very moment I was about to take my own life. I don't think I have ever told her what she did for me. Had my thoughts not been interrupted and placed into bigger and better things, I don't think I would be here today. The devil will try and convince you that you aren't loved or wanted. He will let you think the very worst of yourself. Even in the darkest moments of my life, there he was. His words hidden in my heart to use for moments like this to fight against the devil. And when I can't even find his love that's buried in my heart, he will show up and take ownership of his child. He will meet you in the muddiest places and restore your hope. And I believe he expects the same thing from us. We are to meet people in their worst times of life. Just love them like Christ would love them. As the church, we should embrace the broken. We should be a hospital for the brokenhearted. Instead, we let our human emotion cloud what we know to be true. The same being said for ourselves as well. Are you not your own neighbor? Shouldn't you learn to love yourself as Christ loves you so that you can fill your cup? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Do you see someone who's broken and defeated? Do you know there's a plan and a purpose for your life? Do you know that you can accomplish anything through the strength of God? When we begin to fix the broken parts of us, we begin to learn to love other people the way they deserve to be loved. We can see through the eyes of Jesus into their very hearts. But first, we must uproot the dark parts of us that taught us unconditional love wasn't possible. I remember listening to a TikTok the other day where they were interviewing women with one simple question. Would you kill for your kids? This is a viral video. I'm sure many of you saw it. The first answer that comes to my mind automatically is yes. Mess with my kids? And I'm like a roaring lioness. I sat in awe as I listened to their responses. Some said no. Some said maybe. Some said it would depend on the situation. And my chin dropped. There's no doubt in my mind at all. It would t what it would take for someone to hurt my children and there would be no question how good I would look in orange. I don't think I would even hesitate. I was even talking to my best friend the other night and someone had exceptionally rude to her. And then he had the audacity to call her to talk and apologize even after she told him she didn't want to talk. He carried on while she listened. I was getting angrier by the second. How dare you disrespect this woman? You know nothing about her or how much her heart cares about her job and what she does. It took all I had not to get up and run to his house and rip the phone from his hands and tell him to learn to respect women. She said, no, I don't want to talk. So respect that. Can you imagine how much more angry I would have been had it been one of my kids or God forbid my grandkids? Please tell me I'm not alone in this. This is called unconditional love. Does God expect you to jump in front of a moving bus? Yeah. Yeah. To save someone else? Yeah, he does. And having enough faith that he will save you too. Sometimes unconditional love requires hard things from us. We have to be prepared to love the way Christ would have loved. And sometimes that doesn't require us to speak out in love. <clears throat> that does require, I'm sorry. That does require us to speak out in love. It isn't meant to hurt another person, but meant to sharpen their hearts and minds. He wasn't afraid to tell someone what he thought about their actions or the intentions of their heart. He also was not afraid to genuinely love them regardless of their faults. We view the world through the lens society gives us. Right? We allow the lies of the enemy to penetrate our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. 
we form opinions around situations that don't make us comfortable. Instead of learning a new way or seeing things from a different perspective, we just assume that's the way we are made and it becomes who we are. Instead of letting God in so he can change the conditions of our heart. That's the only way we learn to love like Christ. It's more than just believing in Christ, but actually walking with Christ and wanting to become more and more like him to the point that you can't tell where one ends and the other begins. And it all begins with learning to love everyone unconditionally. When we allow our environment to determine our reaction to a certain person because of what we believe to be true, that's not, that's not unconditional love. Every drug addict is someone's mother or daughter, uncle or son. Every alcoholic once never took a sip and just did it because everyone else around them was doing the same thing. Every narcissist was once a young person full of hope and ambition. Every abusive relationship was once full of laughter and love. Every infidelity began with an idea that it was just somehow justifiable. Every racist was once a young child who never cared what color of skin their friends possessed. When we learn to let go and let God do the work in our hearts and what he wants to do, we become different. Our hearts go through a spiritual cleansing and we begin to see the world through the eyes of Jesus. We see the potential of the girl who sells her body. We see past skin color and see the heart of an individual. We don't see the addict, and see, but see the little girl that she once was. We don't see the murderer, but see the man God intended for him to be. When we learn to love like Christ, human error, human faults, human emotions go to the wayside. We see the spirit of the person standing in front of us. Can you imagine what it would be like to live in a world where this is possible? Where every single person looks at another and can see the spirit of that person in their eyes. They say the soul shines through our eyes. If only we'd slow down enough to actually look at people in the eyes and show them love and respect they deserve. If we learn to love every single person unconditionally without expectation, we would see an entirely different world. And don't tell me you can't. It's simply because you don't want to. Also, I want to kind of intervene here and say that sometimes when you look into people, you need the discernment of the Holy Spirit in order to determine whether their spirit is good or their spirit is bad. I'm not saying that every single person on this planet is good. They're not. They're absolutely not. There's evil in this world that I cannot even begin to discuss. I've discussed it in in previous episodes and I will discuss it in future episodes because the evil in the world needs to be exposed, plain and simple. If we don't know what it is, we we can't find it and we can't find it, right? But regardless, When you look into the heart of someone and God gives you the discernment that that person, that the spirit that lies within that person is not a good spirit, then you will find conflict and you will find adversity in that person between yourself and that person because your spirits just don't match up. And that's okay. I mean, but in your heart regardless of who that person is or what their spirit is made of, you can still love them from a distance. I love the people that hurt me. I do. I love them. That doesn't mean that I want to talk to them. That doesn't mean I want to have a relationship with them or I want to hang out with them over Sunday dinner. That's not what that means. That means that I have forgiven them so that my heart can be clean. 
so that my spirit can be clean. Does that make sense? Anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I will see you on the next episode. God bless you and goodbye.